everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 152. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mass. I'm Ari Rockefeller. I'm Mako-chan. I'm Evelyn Cosplay. Whoa, whoa, wait, whoa, whoa, uh, wait, hold it, hold it, hold it. Um, Ari? Yeah? When you dropped me off, didn't you clean the car out? Yes, I did. Then how did... I wanted to come home with you guys. Stop oh. keep leaving things unlocked. God damn it, Ari. I, for- I forgot the check under the car. Oh, <laughs> uh... Well, ro- roll out down the, the, the guest mats and get the, get the popcorn ready, so... I suppose it's okay. Yay! Good, I'm not going anywhere anyway. Oh, gee, thanks. Okay, <laughs> we were also supposed to have Serafita Cosplay join us tonight, but unfortunately, her internet's giving her the middle finger. But if she gets things up and running, she will probably join us during the show tonight. <sighs> Damn you, Skype gods! Skype. <laughs> Uh, in that case, we have to blame Microsoft, because who do you think pays the Skype gods? Oh, Ari. <laughs> yeah, I think people forgot that uh, Microsoft bought Skype a couple of years ago. <laughs> Money well spent. Mm, I guess yeah, if you, sure. If you want to say that, if you want to call it that. Uh, we are live tonight, week of... February 18th, 2014. We're on the Vogue Network, Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, with replays Thursdays at 1. Check out our interactive wow. chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesearch.net. The chat room is Vogue, V-O-G. Or you can go to animejamsession.com slash Network. The information is there, plus an IRC link, so if you have one of those clients, if you click on it, it'll bring you right into the chat room. And we go into the chat room real quick from ActDef. Microsoft is the Skype guy. Well, yeah. Yes, indeed it is. wonder <laughs> how Apple users feel about that shit. Probably not too happy. Mm. Or very happy. Well, just wait till the iPhone 6 comes out. It's supposed to be less powerful than the 5S. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah, because evidently people are demanding that Apple put out a mid-tier iPhone device. Huh. Since when? Um, the, since the 5C. The 5C is like their, um, their, their low-tier, um, is their, is their low-tier uh, phone. I don't deal on iPhones, so I don't pay attention to that, that sort of shit. Well, I'm, I'm reading, like, tech news and stuff like that at work, so, you know. My thing is okay. this. You can leave the prices where they want to be. Just lower the cost of your of your MacBooks and your p- machines and shit. Then we're talking. But it is what it is what it is. 
But anywho, <laughs> let's go. Let's go ahead and get the and let's get the on um, the ball rolling here. All right, Ari, how was your week and how was your day? I uh, spent most of it driving through various snowstorms of different sizes to get down to Katsukon, but then again, you already knew that. Damn NSA. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, Katsukon uh, monopolized most of my news for this weekend, except for my uh, bank account shitting itself on me and me, me having only a couple hundred bucks in my pocket for the entire weekend. I'm just glad that I actually had some bit of luck getting out of the hotel, getting out of the Gaylord. Trust me, I feel you on that on on, on that lack on that low fundage because a good like a small chunk of my paycheck went to paying off my room, my cosplay commissions, and other stuff. I was like, oh Jesus, I don't think I have to deal with another cosplay for a while. Yeah, it's like it's like the uh, poverty episode of whatever anime you're watching, like the guys are wandering around like downtrodden they open up their wallet little moths fly out of it and the moths are like yeah we don't have the money for rent we'll just we'll leave and not bother you again but <laughs> I, I uh. <laughs> yeah so yeah that's how things went for me I feel you on that alright Mako, how was your week and how was your day? Um, most of, uh, most of the time I was, like, just excited about this weekend because I went to Medieval Times. And then for most of the time, I've been in bed because I did something to my back and screwed it up. It's not a, it's only a flesh wound. Yeah, only a flesh wound. <laughs> uh, sure. If it's not one thing, then it's another, huh? Yeah, I know, and I had plans today and wasn't really able to do anything because it hurts to actually sit, so... It hurts to exist! Yeah, I may have to go and uh, take some meds and be completely stoned by the end of the show, but that'll be interesting anyway. But when aren't you stoned, Mako? Right now, and 99% of the time. Uh... Point taken, point taken. But yeah, I mean, for the most part, I uh, got the clearance from the surgeon to go back to work, and I start back Sunday, because I guess he wanted to put all of my days off at the beginning of the week instead of the end of the week to give me more time to relax and recover. Mm -hmm. But I'm not complaining. That was kind of nice of him. Yeah, he he does some non-dickish things occasionally. (laughs) If we go to the chat room real quick, Rageinator says, Apple, the preferred brand of hipsters. Yes, along with Starbucks coffee. Yeah, so now I'm just basically uh, attempting to find a somewhat nice denim jacket or denim vest to put my patches and buttons on. What color, blue or black? Uh, Something that fits and is actually pretty and not just, you know, ragged looking. Well, what about the denim jacket that I wear? Or my uh, vest. Yeah. Um, no, I'm trying to actually find a denim duster if I can. Uh, Oh, cool. So that it comes down and I have room, because while I don't have a lot of patches yet, 
uh, I will probably be investing in a few more thanks to uh, the ladies at Star Knight Industries. Um, I have a lot of buttons though, and most of them I have on various uh, bags and purses that I've used to bring to conventions, mm -hmm. but if I have them all on a jacket, I don't have to worry about having them all over the place. Okay. And I have a lot. Okay, people, I'm giving it six months. You're going to see Mako-chan dress up as a Girl Scout at a con with all her patches as she earned them as an otaku scout. Don't threaten me. There was already that one thing about the, uh, about the Sailor Senshi dressing up as Girl Scouts, and I totally called dibs on Jupiter, and I would be the first one in line to do that setup. I think, I, re I really want to see that on, on, the, on a real tip. I really want to see that actually happen. I would completely do everything in my power to actually fulfill that, because that is an awesome idea. I say fuck it if you can pull it off for like for an upcoming anime con, do it. You know I'm I have like six boxes of Girl Scout cookies coming my way sometime this or next week. I'll give you the empty boxes and you can just walk around with them. Yeah, but I don't know that it would be recognizable with just Makoto walking around as a Girl Scout. I would need to have at least somebody with, you know, various colored hair to be recognizable. She's got a point. Point taken. Because nobody knows who the hell I am when I walk around as casual Makoto, unless I happen to have a Sailor Moon with me. Or if you're wearing the uh, her school uniform. That well, yeah, but that's not casual. That reminds me, at Katsu, I did see a casual Usagi, Ami, and Rei. It's, and I, but I, we were at the photo shoot, so I didn't have time to get my camera to take a picture because that's the first time I seen someone cosplay Ray and her pink jumper. But that, yeah, that I would cool. totally want to do a full Girl Scout thing. But to be able to go as Makoto, I would need at least somebody with recognizable hair, or I'm just some chick with my hair up. All right, and. If and for some reason, Ray J says he found footage from your trip to medieval times. Ah, uh, no. Ah, uh, no. I am not playing this video. I am not. I'm not playing it. No. No. That's another bad lip reading. <laughs> yeah. No. I will save you that. You know you're going to end up playing it. Yeah, but not during the show. I'll, <laughs> I'll play it later. <laughs> I had fun at medieval times, though. Um, I was... Not only knighted, which I guess I would be uh, Dame Mako now, oh, Lord. but I was made a princess. So screw you, bitches! I'm a princess. Princess <laughs> Mako-chan. Oh shit, we're fucked. <laughs> I can literally say that I'm Princess Jupiter. So fuck you all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. oh god, could be worse. Huh. Oh, it could be Princess Mandy. <laughs> That would be kind of scary. You yes, mean Mandai? <laughs> yes. Mandai. That I, I, I don't know about that one. I'm almost willing to do princess dress and fix up my wig again just for that. Mm. And Hockey Comma says, if you want to see girls jousting, watch the Wakure Romans anime. 
Alright, we'll keep that in mind. Alright, moving right along. Let's see, besides the usual chaos at work, I found myself actually, with all the downtime, cleaning and organizing the office. Putting stuff where it should be, and kind of a general idea where shit is. Because my desk is much more sloppier than my entire apartment. And I inherited it that way. I, um, because of the upcoming storm, I packed everything and decided to do two trips. I brought my luggage in for my clothes, for my clothes and cosplays on Wednesday. And Thursday, I brought everything else. I get to work. There's only 60 people in the office out of about 300. Yeah. Not that I'm complaining or anything, but I was like, I wasn't expecting this many people out. <laughs> um, also, I started getting my Valentine stuff put together. I went out and got two dozen roses to hand out, uh, chocolates to hand out, and I handed out just about all of my cards. So... And I have to say, it wasn't so bad. You know, I can't complain. You owe me one. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. You owe me one. No, I don't. Considering I let you borrow the uh, lab coat, you owe me one. Oh, a favor? Yeah, sure, that's no problem. Mm-mm. What? The chocolate will be your favor. She can I'm ha- okay with chocolates. Yeah, she can have a bag of chocolate for all I care. I'm just saying, you owe me one. Okay, I thought you were talking about something else. I'm like, I don't owe you nothing. I, you know, trying, trying to get me in trouble here in front of everybody. What is wrong with you? This is me you're talking about. I'm always trying to get you in trouble. God damn it. Or piss you off. Or... We'll just dick with us in general. That too. <laughs> it's fun. I'm, the, I'm going to train your cat. Just you watch. Yeah, right. You don't believe me? <laughs> no, I don't. Well, I don't think I owe you one because I have something sitting here on my de- on my desk, and I'm going to probably put it in the mail tomorrow. That'll make us even. So, hmm. I will judge when I have it. I will say this much: three other people already got something like this. So. And I'll just leave it at that. Alright, Kayla, how was your week and how was your day? Oh my god. Um, well, my week was... Let's see. Just, I mean, most of the week is revolved around Costacon, and we'll talk about that later, but all in all, it was a good week. That's my cool. day actually kind of sucks because for the first time ever, I have conflict. And it's really, really, really bad. It finally, I guess, like, maybe my body was building up all of the possibilities of having conflict, and they all just smacked me at the same time. Well, you were... Now... Oh, no, sorry, go ahead. You were also stressing out before the con, making sure everything was was ready, so that was all, probably was also a factor. Yeah, that's true, but, I mean, also at the same time, there was the fact that all I did was not sleep and drink. And I guess like run around constantly and drink some more, and yeah, 
In other words, I'm... a general co convention experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Plus booze. And I'm saying plus booze because usual uh, con uh, experiences involve it, but when you're me and you cut yourself off from the majority of chances to drink because you want to lose, like, a couple of, in like, an inch or two and flatten out your stomach a little bit just in time for a convention, it all kind of, like, makes you go, ah, fuck it, I'm gonna, if I want a drink or a shot, I'm gonna have five. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what I did. I drank a lot. And I got drunk every night. And you Yay. and you didn't have the decency to contact me? Shit, do you know how much booze we had in our room? Shit, do you know what I'm incapable of doing of when Captain I'm drunk? Morgan. Oh, geez. Well, you know, I drank and I wasn't thinking, because, I mean, I don't think enough as it is. But, um, yeah, when I'm completely drunk, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not wondering, like, if, if whoever I run into, I run into. But, like, I don't ever think to, like, pick up my phone and just be like, yo, you have any more booze? I'm coming over. Also, half the time my phone was dead just because I wanted to kind of, like, be cut off from anyone outside the con if you contact me. True, So true. there was that. I can totally get behind that. Yeah, I mean, we all talk about, yo, let's meet up with so-and-so, but it's like this. Unless we don't find out the room numbers early, we're all going to go do our own thing and just cross paths as we do it. Yeah, that's true. I don't have to deal with the same indecipherable text messages from from the home front every ten minutes. You yeah. know? <sighs> that's all I gotta say about this cat too. Gone! You've been saving <laughs> that one, haven't you? Yeah, pretty much. You can thank Travis Donovan from Understation Live for that. Lame. <laughs> I know he is, but... He no, is... I'm talking about you. Oh, screw you! <laughs> Gonna beat you with a, st with a pointy stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> We'd have to actually, you know, meet up for that. And considering I start back with work and can't get off weekends, uh, that ain't gonna happen for a while. It's a logistical nightmare. <laughs> Patience is a virtue. Of which I have none. <laughs> I'm talking about me. I'll wait. <laughs> I know you'll wait, and you'll forget all about it unless I remind you. No, I actually, not the last time, remember? No, I had to remind you. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No. Yes, I did. Nope. Yes, I did. Uh-uh. Yeah. Nah. Oh, God, Children. Here we go yeah. again. Children. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. 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 Okay, okay. Ma Mako. <laughs> Ranma, you're both grounded. Go to your rooms. When you two can apologize, then you can come out. Aww. No fair. <laughs> you know what? Life's not fair, and then you're dead. Wow. Wow. My She's got some chops on her. Yeah, my mom says that to me, too. <laughs> Even my mom didn't get that fucking dark. I I, I like her, okay? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wow. Okay, so we should get this show on the road just because, like, nothing's gonna stop us from arguing. Yeah, that, uh, that, that argument just mm. completely derailed everything, and my mind is kind of... 
I blank think, at the moment. I think your mind is in awe of how she handled the situation. Something like that. See? I'm more amused that somebody else will bitch you out. <laughs> oh, trust me. I'll bitch him out. I love that I have people that I can bitch at you with. And it seems they're almost always female. Yeah, but just remember when the two of you are together, who still loses? You. 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 No, I've never really had somebody to, you know, back me up before. Because anytime you come over, my mother always backs you up for some fucked up reason. <laughs> <laughs> that shit ain't right. I need to basically get a bunch of the girls I know together that will help me beat you over the head and just have at it. I got your back, Marco. I got your back. <laughs> fuck you, Ronma. Fuck you. No, fuck you! No, what I'm really waiting for is a trip out to see either Jamie, Dark Sakura, mm -hmm. or Patty and Steph. Okay. Because you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm fucked with Jamie, but as for Asaya and Yatin, we'll see. I'll have to assess that situation when we... I'll have to cross that bridge when we get there. Oh, come on. You know that they would help me gang up on you. <sighs> Probably. Probably. So, may we uh, get along? Uh, yeah, go along, please? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And hopefully, um, I can get back into the damn chat room. You got kicked out? I got disconnected. <laughs> oh. But everything Aww. else yeah, everything else is still going, so we're good, so Okay. We'll be back.
you like independent podcasts, please check out some of our independent podcasting friends. It's Orange Lounge Radio, where they discuss video games, gamer culture, and lifestyle with Sky, Dark Sakura, and Loki. Listen live Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on VOGNetwork.com. And right before them is the Bobby Blackwolf Show. It's video games and gamer talk starting at 8 p.m. If Warcraft is your taste, listen to Horde House with Sky and Extifer, Wednesdays at 10. If you want a more female perspective of what we do, listen to Electric Sisterhood with Ninja Sister and Pandelicious at electricsisterhood.com. If you prefer geek slash pop culture and sci-fi, it's podculture.net with Brad, Mondays at 9, and Under Sedation Live with Travis and Jessica, Saturdays at 10. Also check out the Brooklyn Otaku with D-Styles and Company. You can find them at facebook.com slash the Brooklyn Otaku. Okay, before we get into things, now normally we don't mention 4chan or anything like that unless I it's like deemed relevant per se. On my way home, Ari here uh, shared an interesting uh, screen cap. I went, I read it, it was fucking hilarious. Evidently, a few people decided to go on to CGL and make this long-winding thread about WWE and Heroes of Cosplay. It's pretty much, it's like Monday Night Raw meets Heroes of Cosplay. I'm not taking sides in any of this. I just find this shit fucking hilarious as hell. (laughs) <laughs> I, I'm like I, I didn't even because I thought it was dead so I ended up I saved all the screen caps to my phone and um and, and read that shit on my way home shit was fucking hilarious it's gotten bigger since then yeah n- n- now the joke is dead people are getting like legit serious about this so I wish they would just tur- turn back to the funny, please. J- just turn back to the funny. <sighs> yeah, last thing we saw was pro- quote-unquote promos from Macho Man, Booker T, and the Iron Sheik. Yeah. <laughs> All right, enough about that. Let's begin, Katsuka, let- let- let's talk about the... Big East, the first big East Coast convention of the year. And for most people, it is the start of their convention season. Uh, and for some people, this is the road to Otakon. No, I'll do that. Sorry. I was, I, I, I was wait. I, I did that just on purpose so you could do that. <laughs> All right. You son of a bitch. Why, thank you. Flattery will get you nowhere. Uh, All right, but enough about that. Enough about that. Now, Gatsukon is one of those conventions where you know what? It's going to be packed as fuck. You go down Thursday. Because Thursday is pre-con night. Pick up your badge. You hang out in the hotel. You meet your friends. You hang out. You party. You drink and all that crazy shit. You know? But this time around, things were slightly different. Leading up to it, there were posts about all the snow that's been happening. And if you've been on the East Coast and in the South, 
it has snowed a lot more than it normally should. That's for sure. Yes. I remember Cat SnowCon 9 where we were stuck in the hotel. We were stowed in the hotel till Tuesday. And I remember a few years later, it snowed like that Wednesday night into Thursday and buses were canceled. And luckily I had a friend that worked at Amtrak and I was able to get to the con on time. Good for you. Thank you. Pretty much the same shit happened. There are people who didn't leave Thursday. They left Wednesday and booked rooms. And there were people who were, there were congoers who were opening their homes to cosplayers and congoers so they could be there Thursday. Same with hotel rooms. This is one of the few times where it is okay to pack eight to nine people to a room. Well, more or less. You try not to make a habit of it. Yeah, definitely trying to make a habit of that. So. I mean, but what when the weather is on the verge of shitting itself, you know, you have... The, you're more than welcome to pack as many people in, especially if they, they're they having trouble getting down here. Mm-hmm. All right, so, Kayla, how 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 was it for you getting down to Katsukon? Well, here's the thing. Um, So, for Katsukon, um, I actually was going to drive down, um, of course, on Thursday. And, uh... I, I wasn't going to be driving down from uh, New York to D.C., because that's mm. ridiculous. Um, on Wednesday night, I was going to drive from my home down to Delaware, where my boyfriend lives. And then the next day, we were going to leave and uh, I get there. So we wake up. It's 8 a.m., and the snow is just coming down where we are in, Del- in Delaware. So we had to move our cars, get everything kind of situated, and then we kind of just had to sit around and wait until it turned to rain. And then when it finally did, we proceeded with the utmost caution, the two, the normal two-hour drive that took around two and a half hours, and we finally got there, but the roads were basically deserted. But we did get there safely. It wasn't too, um, it wasn't too slippery or anything, because everything was already starting to melt. Thank God, like, because I was just kind of, like, sitting there clutching... My seat, I was sitting in the passenger going, I'm going to die, I'm going to die. So I had to, like, convince myself to worry about something else. So I just looked in the backseat over and over again to make sure that my dark soccer wings were still in good condition. And that was just to take my mind off the weather. Yeah? Say, because priorities. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because I worked hard, damn it. And honestly, I don't blame you for a second. I really don't. Yeah. Okay, so like I said in the beginning, I because of the weather, I decided to bring my luggage in Wednesday cuz it's still tons of snow all over the place here. I just didn't want to have to like drag it around and avoiding the snow. And I am thankful since the snow has started, I have I have slid across the ice. I have slipped I have not slipped and fallen on my ass yet, and I am so thankful. Because I think if I did, I probably would not get back up. You might want to be careful about what you say, because, you know, karma has a way of saying, oh yeah, challenge accepted. Yeah, well, knowing me, even if I didn't say it, it probably would have happened anyway. That's why I said I am thankful. So, Thursday, 
I get up and I go, now, I'm preparing, and it finds out that I don't have to take the PATH train to work. I can take NJ Transit, and they're cross-allowing, like, passes and all that shit. So I'm like, good, I saved two bucks. So, I get to work by 9.30, because I had to go up into, um, into Penn to get to get to my job. Now, I work up on the 13th floor. And again, if you look out the windows, there's another building. You can see how hard and how heavy the snow was coming down. So, around 11-ish, I break, 11.30-ish, I break out, meet up with a friend. We hop the train, and we make our way down to Philly. Now, on the way down, it's, I'm not saying it's quiet. Um, I mean quiet in the sense of, it's not snowing. The roads are clear. There are people who left Wednesday night, normally from our area of Anime Jam Session Studios, which is the New York, New Jersey, Tri-State area. Here, down to D.C. is about a four-hour drive. Because people charged headfirst into the snow. Can't say I don't blame them. It took them eight hours to get there. I've been like, fuck this shit. I would not have done it. Some people really just want to get to that convention, though. I sort of why, but I'm like, I don't know if I can handle that. I mean, leaving at four o'clock in the afternoon and not getting there till about like midnight or one or even later. Ugh. I could barely yeah. tolerate that when we drove up to <clears throat> Nauticon, but and even and that was because you know it was a five six hours from New York to. To the very ass end of Cape Cod. Mm-hmm. And Gamer Girl X says, I got to the con on time. Car has battle damage, though. Waited six hours for my room to become available. Yeah, a lot of people waited because people extended their stays. Wait, yeah, did you I, get I hit? Had seen, I had seen something about um, there was some sort of business thing, and they were all extending their stays until mm-hmm. Sunday. Yeah. I was wondering how many of the convention goers were uh, going to be shit out of luck with rooms. It was more the af- aspect of shit out of luck of doubles. Because you know, getting a double room is, is like gold, okay? It's, that's your precious. Yeah. <laughs> and believe you me, I'll be like, look, I don't care what the problem is. My reservation says a double. And I want a double. I don't care how long I have to wait. Because here's the thing. Hotels never sell out. When they're down to 10% of free rooms available, that's when they're sold out. They hold on to those rooms in case there is something where they have to do a room swap or this or that. So, we get the Philly. It's nice. It's clear. We're making great time, even with the stops along the way. I had a bit of a miscommunication because I thought that you'd you and the other guy would be uh, crashing at my place for the weekend, I mean, for that one day, because I had been mentally be- mentally and emotionally beaten up at home for uh, even thinking about going to- leaving on Thursday night, because- even though I had said, hey, I promised my friends I would-, I would be there for them. They're counting on me, and they're like, no. Doesn't help the one... We- that one went behind my back and got the, got the other one to... Uh- you know, just come down on me you even got harder. Du- you got double teamed by the family, yeah. A complete, a complete and implicit lack of trust is what I'm 
getting it. Yeah, I, this wasn't even a worse snowstorm I've driven through. I've driven through a snowstorm going up to Providence, Rhode Island. Marco will, will te- verify. I text her like, "Please, just drive up here from Jersey, get in front of the van, and take over." I don't think I'm going to make it there in one piece. So, I'm saying, okay, so, okay, you're going into 30th Street in Philly. I'm like, all right, I'll come and get you. As I'm driving, I'm thinking, oh, wow, it's just raining? Like, wow, people in Philly really get, uh, people in Philly really got on their ass and got all the roads cleared. This is nice. Of course, I mistimed my entrance and then end up having to just dick around the uh, streets for a little while. But, uh, you know, I was able to get there and get you guys out. And because I thought that we would be crashing at my place for the mm-hmm. night, I uh, didn't bring my gear, so I had to actually go back and pick it up. Well, that wasn't so bad because it allowed us time to get extra food and and, and eat. And, you know, they mm-hmm. would, we would have done that regardless, so. Yeah. I mean, at least we st- we hit a shop right for that stuff instead of like a an expensive place along the way, you know. Shoprite's kind of mid tier around this area, mm-hmm. but uh, it was on the way. The uh, bottom dollar would have taken a couple of miles out of the way, and I didn't feel like wasting any more time than we did. Point taken. And then it was smooth sailing until until we got to the NSA building. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Like clockwork, it started to rain. It started to sleet. It started to snow. Now, the thing is, we're trying to figure out where is this weather coming from, and it's like a few minutes in, we look over, NSA employee parking. And it's on a big brown sign like they use for national for parks and recreation. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it was exactly hidden or out of the way. Well, in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, most government buildings have those types of signs. So, yeah, snow started coming down, and the joke du jour was that the NSA controls a weather dominator. Well, it's like this. I mean, if you really think the NSA is trying is snooping in on your text messages to see all the crazy shit you do, that's not what they're doing. They're actually controlling the weather, so think about that. Maybe it really is Cobra. I don't know. But it's a graphic misuse of Weather Dominator technology. Why not aim that thing at the Bahamas or the Caribbean and crank up the snowfall? Mm. I, 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 I don't know. But we finally got there. I think we got there about 7-ish. Kayla, what time did you y- y'all get there? You mean on Thursday? Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, we left, uh, Delaware, I think around noon, and we got there around 2.30, so not that, not that bad. Yeah, yeah, you missed all the fun. Oh. (laughs) So, we got there, unloaded, made our way to our rooms, quick change, and then we went over to the pre-con party. Oh, God, driving, like... Driving through D.C. wasn't that bad, except that everything was slush. Mm-hmm. And finding parking. Yeah, we like circled the we circled the building like three or four times trying to find parking. Yeah. Of course, it didn't help that we could barely see the 
the uh, facade of the building itself. It was just like a little corner shop compared to everything else around it. Mm-hmm. Oh, looking for parking was hell, especially when you did what I did what? and wore practically nothing to the party when it was like 20 degrees out. Where did y'all find parking at, though? Um, we parked about a half a block. No, about a block up. Like a block, block, block and a half. Was it that little parking lot that had like three cars in the, in the No, lot? we parked right along the side of the road. Oh. Did y'all pay yep. paid a meter? Yeah, we paid a meter. Oh, because like half a block up by a gas station, we found a parking lot. Oh. It looked abandoned. Yeah. But we also didn't want to walk that far because me and uh, my friend, uh, my other female friends, weren't wearing that that much. So we didn't for... want to die. Gotcha. To I be don't perfectly honest, where we parked, I was expecting to come back and see my car booted or towed. It's DC. Wouldn't surprise me. But I guess at that time of night, ain't, ain't, ain't going to be no tow trucks at that time of night. I guess they couldn't give a rat's ass either. Yeah. A lot of times like that is usually um, parking rules are kind of suspended, per se. And it's like, no parking between, you know, like, say, like, two-hour parking, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I also found it funny when we were in the uh, in the bar, the lounge, I'm looking at, I'm watching the TV, and I'm seeing all these school districts closed, and I'm like, I find it funny that almost Pretty much every single New Jersey public school district is closed. And you look at New York City public schools. Schools are open. <laughs> Talk about getting the short end of the stick. Didn't they want the mayor's head for that? Yeah, but on the same token, if the, if the trains can run and the buses can go... Then you got no excuse to not make it to school. Yeah. And then again, it did die down, so it's kind of understandable why schools were still open. And, you know, the party wasn't bad. I mean, I actually, maybe it was my train of thought. I actually expected more people to be there, but I guess because of the weather, fuck it. I'm like, yeah, yeah I dropped 10 bucks on this. I'm getting my $10 worth. F this. Yeah. And they didn't even check for tickets. Now they, so they basically said the like, bucks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they basically said you're in cosplay. Okay, come on in. I wasn't even in cosplay. I was wearing my Vogue staff shirt and khaki pants. <laughs> Did take some pictures. I mean, the drinks there were pretty good. The food wasn't bad either. But a little well, pricey. No, I never had so many. The Philly cheesesteak uh, spring rolls were pretty good. And Philly cheesesteak spring rolls? Yes. I had, I had the... Uh, I had the... Uh, Curry chicken empanada. Mm. That was good. But anyway, who was that group that w- we ended up talking to? Uh, the, that was Boogie Down Productions. They did um, Mario Boogie Warfare. Boogie, you're so cool. I'm going to have to, because I've heard of Mario Warfare. I'm going to, I may have to, I'm probably going to be watching a little bit tonight, so. Yeah, I mean, the one guy that was talking to, what, was it the guy with the uh, Toad Trilby? Yeah, what about him? Yeah, we saw him as we were leaving to head over there, so... And I ran into him a few times. I mean, one of the guys... I'm not sure if it was him or not. If it was, you can correct me. But we end up getting talking about, you know, martial arts stuff and the, showing up that... He was get, taking an interest in my tattoos and stuff, and uh, 
that pretty much used up all my uh, extra version points for the evening. So after after so he got lucky when he was uh, talking to me, saying, "Oh, he actually caught him." With... Actually, got to talk to the Rockefeller when he's actually in the mood to talk, <laughs> and this, or in the proper state of mind to talk. Yeah, because after that, uh, after I ate the little uh, hors d'oeuvre and had my one drink, yeah, it got a little boring for me. Yeah. I, mean, I did. <laughs> you had one drink. I was driving. Yeah. Oh. I couldn't. Yeah. I, I I had the their local beer, National Bohemian Natty Bow. It kind of reminds me of um of the Patriot Ale. It's not bad. Yeah, the Patriot Ale's good from what I've had. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, getting back there was fun. Yes, because we end up picking up stragglers along the way. You it, 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 you haven't lived till you packed six people in a small car like that. My car's not that small. Well, you know, a mid-sized car. I just... Like, stragglers who didn't pay. Jerks. <laughs> That's like, what hey, you guys, like, kick me, like, five bucks for towing you all back? Yeah, sure. As soon as they get out the, get out the car, there's just an afterimage where they were. I'm what, like... What the... <sighs> I'm not getting that money, am I? Mm. And, uh, who was the one girl who ended up sitting in front while you guys piled in the back? That was Kendra. Yeah, she was another one who was nice to me tonight, that night. Mm-hmm. We yeah. were talking about... She was talking about how she was working for uh, WWE when they were doing WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And, seven, and she was like, was talking about, like, I think body issues or something like that. or something, It was a me or her, I forget who. But she said, like, yeah, you actually look pretty good. You're actually kind of cuddly. I'm like, huh. I don't often get complimented on my physique like that, you know. So I had to take whatever I could get. <laughs> there you go. It's all actually good, made man. me feel good for once. I think that's pretty freaking awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. But uh, what else did we do that night? Um, I went back and I started to kind of get my valentines and stuff kind of semi-organized. <sighs> And I went back out and I hung out with some people, and I was out. I think I was down hanging out and by the exhibit. It's like three, four o'clock in the morning, just just talking to people. You know, I ran into a couple of people that I thought I had I had issues with in the past, but we just talked. I was like, okay, cool. It's just all in the past, you know. Hey, so came back to the room, you know, went to bed, and and I started for Friday. Now, Kayla. When, what time did y'all leave the place? Uh, you mean the party? Yep. To be honest, I don't even know. Mm. I was way too far gone. My best friend, uh, Pat, and I were just sitting there the entire time. We were hanging out with Beatdown Boogie, and we were just discussing, like, videography and photography and stuff like that. And they're, they're really cool guys, and yeah. Pat just started, like, buying everybody booze and wow. because he became friends with the uh, the bartender we kept getting like free drinks and the drinks got even more powerful wow. it got to the point where the last drink that I had was a vodka and Red Bull and it just tasted like a glass full of vodka with a little bit of Red Bull and some ice 
And it was that point at the night where even in my drunken state, it was like, maybe I should stop. Mm. And then my boyfriend came to collect me, and I was like, but I want to stay here. Everybody's so cool. Gotta listen to the pimp, up. Yeah, he basically just took, like, because um, for our listeners who weren't there to see, basically my uh, boyfriend was a pimp version of the Pokemon Piplup, and I was his hoe, and I had a leash and a co- well, leaning up to a collar that was around my neck. And he pulled me out by the leash. And I was like, well, this is fitting. Oh, by the way, did you, <laughs> did you get the picture I sent you? Yes, I did, and I thought it was absolutely adorable. Yep. That's probably a new wallpaper, isn't it? <laughs> yes, I must stroke the face of my senpai every day when I wake up. <laughs> oh, that is so wrong. I know. That, yeah, that's, yeah, wrong. Just, <laughs> but, so... Sir- Sarcasm, a... I'm not that creepy. But Kayla's a chick, so it's okay. Yep, and it's even seen as hot by many people, so whatever. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> Alright, so we get now we start out on Friday. Now, first thing out of my mouth was, I bet you... All the Frozen cosplayers are going to get the stink eye from everyone the whole damn weekend. I actually asked one or two uh, Frozen cosplayers about that, and they said, eh, it's not too bad, but uh, they've got a couple of dirty looks because yeah. of it. I actually spoke to, I actually chatted with one else, and I was like, you know what? The snow doesn't bother me. That means less people show up at my job, and I, I still get paid either way. So I was like, I'm quite all, I'm quite okay with this. So, so Friday, I threw on Dr. Luigi. Now, I have to say thank you to my friend Amy, who I met on the Katsukon Facebook group. She gave me a stethoscope so I could do my, so I could properly do my cosplay. So all day I'm walking around as Dr. Luigi, mostly handing out prescription. Valentine, chocolates, and candies. So cute. Yes, yeah. And what was also awesome when I went this while switching costumes, I did run into another Dr. Luigi. He was here with his brother who was Dr. Mario. I actually said, I think I know that guy here talking about. I yeah. said, you're not the first Dr. Luigi I've seen here today. He's like, he's like, as a black guy? Like, yeah, that's my friend. Yeah, I've seen him. <laughs> He, he, you make it sound like he wasn't too. He was too. He was like not too happy that I beat him to the punch. <laughs> no, he. It's like, oh, really? There's another doctor. He's like, oh, how about that? All right. So, and then now I had made special like little Valentine packages, you know, for a few for a couple of my female friends. One of them, she didn't get it because of, I guess. I think she booked too many photo shoots, and then when things got changed around, she couldn't go to the formal. So I was like, oh, well, it is what it is. So one of my friends, Becky, she's like one of my oldest, as in awesomest, uh, Minako cosplayers. We go way, way back. And she was um, Toga Venus. You know, where they all wear like the, the Roman outfits and stuff like that. I mm-hmm. I said to her, you know, I thought she was doing Eternal Sailor Venus, you know, after she did her uh, her judging and stuff. I was like, I'm going to go put on Artemis. I'm going to run upstairs and bring you the chocolates and a rose and a card. 
because it was fitting, and so I did. <coughs> but I thought and was, she liked it. Yeah, she's been ha- you know she's been having a rough few days, you know, so it really put a smile on her face. And then I think after that, I put Doctor Luigi back on to finish handing out chocolates, and then I just just hung around and got ready and got ready for the raid. So that was that was my Friday. That and when I was in my normal clothes, I did film footage of people around the gazebo because I'm going to see. I'm going to be. I'm going to throw together like a, a impromptu, like a throw together CMV. Just see how that happens. So. That that was my um that was my Friday. So Rob, tell us about your Friday and I gotta step off for one second, so I'll be right back. Alright, let me uh double check the guidebook here. Yeah, I only had the uh Ash cosplay from <clears throat> you know from Hoenn, so I was gonna save that until Saturday. Um apparently there were some issues with the video rooms. I don't know if anyone else went to wanted to see one of the video rooms. That they were gonna have. Anyone else? Nah, I didn't get the chance. Well, uh, <clears throat> the one like there was only one I wanted to see was uh, the DBZ tr- TV special history at Trunks. Which, uh, if you're not familiar, DBZ, with the the premise of it was it was the original timeline where Goku dies of a hard, hard failure, and uh, the androids emerge and kill everyone except Gohan. And little baby Trunks, and it just chronicles Trunks' life growing up before he goes back in time. Oh. I got there around, uh, plus the soundtrack was had a lot of dream theater in it, and that's how it got me into dream theater. That was one of the ways. But I got there, and pretty much all of the video rooms are abandoned. And I'm like thinking, trying to figure out what's going on, and I, am I in the right place? Am I in the right spot? I'm looking at the guidebook. I'm looking at the little video panels on the wall. Yeah, this is the right place. Apparently, I heard much later on that uh, that people weren't be- weren't able to get there because of the because of the blizzard, and be- or the blizzard was causing technical difficulties. Either one, and well, it just completely off the day because that's what I wanted to see and well I didn't get to see it I actually have a v- VHS copy of the, the special but I don't have any more VCRs on me <laughs> well if you look around you can find you can find VCRs like dirt cheap I actually know a few places still sell them new for like $30 it's kind of crazy just a little yeah but yeah just just bombing around taking pictures I made sure to stay away from the dealer's room because, you know, didn't have very much money to spend, and I didn't want to get tempted or just walk around and look at everything and like, <laughs> I know that feeling. I didn't. I I spent my money in Artist Alley. Um, at uh, around ten o'clock at night, I actually went to the burlesque show. Oh, how was that? Yeah, how was that? It was pretty good, but around the the week, like starting with that panel, it there was a uh, rather what's the word I'm looking for? Rather schizophrenic enforcement of a 
press privileges or whatever. Because, right. like, I couldn't get a straight answer whether or not they would actually let me, like, get to the front of the line with the uh, VIP section. Like, no, none of the uh, staffers could give me a straight answer, and by the time it was actually time to let everyone in, they just decided, eh, whatever, back in the line with you. All right, and let me cover that real quick, because I went down and spoke to uh, Head of Press. Pretty much with the press pass at Katsu, you are allowed to jump the line, especially if you're, I guess, you're taking pictures of various events. And he said if that happens, have them call him on the comm, and it'll be taken care of. Suffice to say, you weren't allowed to take pictures of the burlesque. Yeah, well, you know what I mean, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, you were, did you say you were surprised that you couldn't, or...? That you weren't allowed to. Well, I mean, that's actually not a surprise because when a lot of the girls do the burlesque, they kind of have, like, other careers that they worry about and they don't want any of that to kind of, like, get out and about because that could ruin... that If it's, like, brought to the wrong people's attention, that could fuck up their careers for the rest of their lives. Suffice to say, I didn't actually say I was surprised. I said suffice to say. I didn't... I, I knew for a fact that yeah, they're not going to let anyone take pictures, which didn't bother me. Well, it's it's not even... I don't, I don't know... I mean, there, I know people who are also burlesque dancers, you know, and there's film it's, footage... It's you, not just the burlesque, it's anything 18 plus. Yeah. And I yeah. think it's more of the aspect of how much skin is being shown. Like, I think... Pasties. Yeah, but still... It's not the fact that they were naked, it's anything 18 plus... Mm. Unless you have expressed permission from the people that are actually mm-hmm. doing the uh, the panel, most conventions, anything 18 plus, even if it's just people talking, they don't want you taping it because it's 18 plus. Yeah, because it's like, yes, you, the press allows you access to do almost anything, but like when it comes to the 18 plus, it's just better to talk to the people directly if you have permission or not. Yeah. Bottom line is, I knew I wouldn't be able to take pictures, and that didn't bother me. It did or didn't? Did not. Okay, that's good. But, uh, the whole thing was paying tribute to the to the great mimetic icon slash false idol, the gazebo. <laughs> so, yeah, there was a little, little gazebo off the corner of the stage, and someone whoever was running it would uh, speak in this like booming style voice to act as the god of Katsukan. They were trying to force that into a meme this week and I'm like I'm like, oh fuck all of you, no. Like the gazebo is a false idol, your god is a lie. That's that's what I was trying to do. Because fuck the gazebo, it's overrated. No, I actually have to agree. On Thursday when I got there, I kind of just wandered around the hotel to kind of get a feel of what it was like. And I met up with one of my photographer friends, Ken, and he wanted to take pictures of me in the gazebo. And I was so pumped that I went to the gazebo and I stood there. And he's like, how's it feel? And I was like, it's okay. Two out of ten. (laughs) Sight. Oh, but it gets better. Aside from... The uh, gazebo apparently swinging both ways and being excited for both the male and female performers that are coming out. Mm-hmm. At the very end, it was... The the ending skit was 
various cosplayers fighting over the gazebo, like starting like instantly enough, like like two, like one girl like hogging it while others look on. One looks on, and then others come out, and then others come out. They start brawling, <laughs> and then some guy in a yarmulke and a t-shirt with a Jewish star on it comes out, looks around, and he gets jacked. <laughs> you know, you know, to mock how there was a Jukon. Yeah. Fucking Let, let's not. Let's be nice. Let's be nice. Let's be nice. I'm not gonna say anything, damn. <laughs> but yeah, it ended with uh, the Aaron Yeager dancer uh, stabbing everyone and just running like a big barbarian conquering hero. Mm-hmm. But it was other than that, it was actually pretty well put together. So that's how my, uh, and then after that, I came back and drank and showed a bridge series to various roommates. Yep, and I think um, for us, my other friend, my good friend Lauren showed up with some beers and some booze, and we started drinking that, and then Kristen showed up with more beer and more booze, and it's like... I bought all that that soda and all the uh, Jack and... uh, we didn't get to have any Captain Fabulous. You know, it's really, I bet you this. Next con, if we brought twice as many bottles, it'll probably be the same. We probably wouldn't even finish them all, you know? It's like, God dang. Well, for all we know, it would have been gone in like half the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, and if we go to the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Nemesis47 says, Captain Con Royal Rumble, live at the gazebo. Winner gets used at the gazebo at Gazebo Mania. Best cosplay in the world. Oh yeah, and someone cosplayed as the gazebo. Yes, that yep. that was a friend of mine. <laughs> Yo, dog, I heard you like gazebos. Damn it, you beat me to it. <laughs> so you put a gazebo in your gazebo. <laughs> so you can gazebo while you're in the gazebo. But yeah, that's how Friday went for me. Mm. And for whatever reason, I kept thinking that it was a day later than it really was. But for like, I kept kept walking around Friday thinking it was Saturday, and Saturday thinking it was Sunday. I don't know why that was. It's because you're on um, CST Convention Standard Time, or maybe driving down through the NSA's. Uh, weather, like weather attack uh, did more damage to me than I thought. And I do poorly in the cold weather as it is. You ain't the only one. I mean, it like sucks the breath out of me. Alright, Kayla, how was your Friday? My Friday was... To be honest, it was actually really, really nice. Um, me and my oh God, I gotta stop sounding so mush, but me and my boyfriend did our first official um, couple's cosplay. We did Sana Nashi Taka from Princess Mononoke. Aww. And, oh, Make and sure everybody actually everybody actually like loved them. Um, like just Kayla, I just have one question. Yeah. Just one th- just make sure I get an invite to the wedding. 
Dude, we've only been dating for four months. <laughs> One step at a fucking time. God. <laughs> but, um... See, there was that. Um... Uh, <laughs> uh, man, like, a bunch of stuff happened on Friday. There was this, uh... Oh! I was walking around, and I see these two little girls that are, like, ten years old run up to me. And one is dressed as Mononoke, and the other one is dressed as the forest spirit. And they just look up at me, and they're like, ah! And I'm like, oh, baby! <laughs> and the mom's just like, yeah, can we get a picture with you? And I was like, yeah, of course you can! So I kind of just took pictures with the both of them, and it was adorable. And I, like, the little girl who was, um, San just looked up at me, and she goes, you look just like her, and I'm like, you're gonna make me cry! Aww. And then she gave me a hug, and I was like, don't tear up. Don't tear up. Whatever you do, don't tear up. Lie down. Try not to cry. Cry a lot. Cry a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... It was great. I had a, a Miyazaki meetup. And that was fun. Um, and then later on that night, uh... I mean, I was gonna go to the ball... But mm -hmm. I was just way too fucking tired, and time got the better of me, and I just decided I was gonna skip out on my, uh, on my photo shoot that I was gonna do with, uh, Danny of us as a Rainbow Dash and Soren. And we just kind of, like, hung out in the hotel room and just, um, you know, just kind of rested up a little bit. We took naps, then I left to go and, uh, hang out with my best friend and his friend. Mm -hmm. We just hung out at the bar, and I got drunk again. Yeah, because I'm I, noticing that a pattern that. here. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to see Danny Soren. I kind of wanted to see it, so. Yeah, I mean, it was adorable. He made uh, he made the uh, little uh, yellow uh, thun uh, thunderbolt and uh, fake little uh, metal badge things on the little pal and on the collar and everything. It was absolutely cute. We just had to style the wig. Mm -hmm. Um. Hopefully we'll be able to, like, bring him out again, but it'll definitely be, like, at a formal event. Like, if there's a masquerade ball somewhere, then we'll probably bring him out again. Mm, cool. But also, next, now that there's more, there would be more time to prepare, I would definitely have to bring an apple pie just for him to hold on to. <laughs> and then just knock it out of his hands and see if you, how he would respond in kind. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, but that was not Friday. Yeah. Alright, so, Mako, what did you do on Friday? What did I do on Friday? Um, <laughs> I went to the doctors, and then I went shopping and got really pretty roses for my cousin, and then she came over and she was my valentine. So, yeah, that was Friday. Aww. Yeah, I got really pretty roses for her. They look like, um, they actually look kind of fake. Mm -hmm. One was tie-dye. Yeah. Which basically, um, as it's growing, they have to inject it with the different color inks to make it tie-dye. Mm -hmm. And then the other one, um, the other two were uh, pinks. Mm -hmm. It was a light pink and a dark pink. But it looked like, um, like the dark, it looked like the light pink was basically speckled onto the darker pink. Right. Like somebody just took a paintbrush and like flicked it at it. But that's how it naturally grows. So, yeah. Awesome, awesome flowers. Uh, 
That sounded pretty cool. And you know what? I'm kind of glad we're not based out of Kentucky or Tennessee. Why? Think about what you said. What, that my cousin was my valentine? Yes. Yeah, that would probably make more sense in Kentucky if she was, you know, a guy. They they would probably frown upon that, seeing as how she's a girl. No, but the fact that your cousin, fair enough. Yeah, as I said, yeah. they'd probably be okay with it if it was a guy. Yeah! Squeal like a pig! Squeal like a pig! Oh, God. Who's your farmer? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> sorry. I'm fucked up. You're that... not sorry. I just know you're not. No, I'm not. Not nope, at all. Nope, nope. <laughs> Kayla's like... I give none of the shits. <laughs> Kayla's like, hashtag no fucks given. <laughs> exactly. It's like, hashtag... YOLO. <laughs> YOLO 420 swag. <laughs> That dang Kush six six six. And if we, and Rageinator says, "I'm you're thinking of Alabama, really? No, trust me, it's a little bit higher up than Alabama." <laughs> Redneck con. All right, all right. Let's move on. Let's talk about our Saturdays. Okay. Saturday, Saturday, I was going to run around this garter belt. I saw a few panty and stocking cosplayers, but not many. But not to the point where I was like, shit, I really should have brought it, but um, I am getting that redone, so I can't wait for that. So I just walked around in my normal um, Vogue cosplay, took more pictures, and just pretty much talked to people wherever I could. Um, also, at this time, what I, I was supposed to do this on Friday, but I forgot, so I'm very thankful I ran into my friend Kat. Um... She had a banner made that says Bronies United for young Michael Morones. So what happened was, at the shoot on Friday, a lot of uh, MLP cosplayers signed it. Same thing happened on Saturday, except that I showed up with a camcorder, and I started filming people signing it, the photo shoot, and people giving words of encouragement and motivation. So if you haven't seen this video, it's the first thing I worked on when I got home uh, from Katsu, and it's on our YouTube page, uh, youtube.com slash anime jam session TV. Um, let's just say y- you, y- you, you'll, you may just cry. It might just make you cry. So many feels. Mm-hmm. Such an outpouring of kindness. Yeah. Nothing but feels. And then and then I think around four o'clock, I sh- I changed into uh, human Artemis, and I handed out the rest of my roses to my Venus cosplayers, my Sailor V cosplayers, my Queen Serenities, my Princess Serenities, and everybody else that won at one. So, I was like, sure, why not? And then I went and did the uh, went to the we after that, me and Ari interviewed. Steve Bennett and Yaya Han, which were pretty cool. And then I hightailed it over to the Masquerade, and I had just missed the first skit, which made me realize that, holy shit, the Masquerade started on time. Big props to Big Danny T for that. You sound legitimately surprised that a Masquerade starts on time. More or less. 
More or less, it never starts on time. Exactly. And it was kind of early, too, which kind of surprised me. Usually, masquerades aren't until about 6, but it was at 4.45. So I'm thinking people are in at 4.45, it'll start around 5.15, and we can rock and roll from there. The skits were pretty good. Uh, my favorites were the Kingdom Hearts Final Fantasy skit. It was like, everybody's talking about the happiness from that's going on in their lives from different Final Fantasy uh, genres. And then, like, you had the, like, sh- like Rufus and a few other baddies show up and a fight broke out. Um, I, Mako would probably would know this. It's a song from Greece where they're singing, Do You Love Me? Do You, or something like that. Is that, is that from Greece? A song from Greece, Do You Love Me? One of the lyrics is, Do You Love Me? Will You Love Me Forever? Yes. Like, let me sleep on it. Yes, that. That, That's not Greece. Then what is it? That's not Greece at all. I don't. That's, that's freaking, uh. Meatloaf? That's meatloaf. That's just meatloaf. You have to understand, if it's not West Side Story or Repo the Genetic Opera, I give. It's not a musical. It's just meatloaf. It's just a single meatloaf put out. I didn't know this. Don't worry, we don't hate you for it. No, but Maka's going to crucify me later for it anyway. Especially since he could have saved himself, you know, some of the problems and just, you know, like Googled. You see what I'm saying? So that so that song was done to um, Yorose Yatsura, which I thought was really awesome. And then the agents of cosplay who walked away with Best in the Show, they did Gojira versus Mothra. Nice. Complete with buildings being torn down and everything. That is awesome. (laughs) And then after that, I went back. I dropped off equipment, took more pictures, and got ready for the rave and like pretty much partied my arse off. I think I tweaked my knee because I'm still kind of feeling it. But then again, this knee has been tweaked before and it is kind of cold out. (laughs) Gamer Girl X says, well-deserved best in show. Yeah, I'm going to have to go and try and find that, because that's kind of awesome sounding. It's probably up now, but I do have the video, and I'm going to try to hurry up and get more, get, hurry up on these videos and get them, and get things up and running. Now, if we go back to, um, on there, if we go back to the chat room real quick, in response to the MLP video, ActF says that Equestria Daily is going to post it on a nightly roundup which I'm glad I sent them the email, so thanks for the heads up on that act. Um, let's see what else. Regenerator references back to what we were talking about before. Maybe Utah, too, because of Donnie and Marie Osmond. And Game Rock says, Masquerade at 4 o'clock is better than when they originally scheduled it at noon. Wait, are you serious? Masquerade at noon? People are still getting up at noon! Yeah, that seems a little... A, a little you really want people too, to go to the masquerade no, hungover? And yes, they, um, that video is on YouTube. There won't be cheers, just like, more like undead-sounding groans. Like, and, and most likely, Misty is probably going to find the... Um, is going to probably find the link to it and post it in the chat. 
Um, Nemesis voice have references back to a con and a redneck con. Con goers in corn cob hats, overalls, and pigs in Kentucky. LOL. Lol. Mm. All right. All right, Kayla, how did your Saturday go? Uh, my Saturday went fairly well. That was the, like, Saturday of a con is the day where I um, always, I always premiere, like, my big cosplay project. And uh, it all happened to be Lilith from Darkstalkers, and it went off without a fucking hitch. I had never even, like, tried the entire thing on until that day. And I was just, I was living, and I got to meet one of my, I got to meet another senpai, um, Cassandra Lee, if you guys know her. I know of her, she's she's really, she's cool peoples. Oh my god, she's gorgeous, I want to have her baby. Okay, no, that's all the creep, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But we had the technology Um, to make it happen. I know, but she was just so sweet, and uh, just, she laughed at all my jokes, and I was like, yes. But basically, she's just like, yeah, you're going to be grafted in my hip for this uh, entire day. And I was like, uh, okay. Yeah, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was just it was just a pretty awesome day. The one bad thing is that I booked too many photo shoots that day. And it was the day that it was the most packed. And I should have, like, thought about that. But it didn't. Yeah, I I think you are probably not the only cosplayer that that overbooked themselves. It's like, I know you want to get pictures of your awesome cosplay. I, I get that, and I understand that. But you don't need multiple photo shoots for that because one person will take the pictures and send you a copy. You know, but I well, I understand you want to work with different photographers, but you also got to make time for yourself and enjoy shit. Yeah, that's true, but I mean, it's two different things. For one, like, I'm, one, I kind of, like, have a thing where I like being in front of a camera. That's just a personal thing. Mm. And then the second is just, um, I mean, working with different photographers. Like, you get, since photographers are artists, like, they kind of have a different take on everything. Like, some are better with lighting. Others are better at editing, capturing, like, all Mm. the colors and making them pop more. Others are good with setting and set dressing. And it just, it kind of gives you, like, a wider variety to see your, like, different angles to see your costume um, from. And you want to be able to kind of, like, appreciate what you made as much as you possibly can. So, it, it kind of helps to have a couple of different photographers, like, work with That's you. true. I mean, is that the wrong with that? But I'm just saying, just make sure you have enough time for yourself to enjoy things, you know? Oh, no, I totally hear you, because mm-hmm. that day I wanted to get a Kigu, and the uh, I had no idea that the dealer's room closed at 6, so I was kind of shit out of luck for that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was my Saturday. Also, just more drinking. Drink oh, all gosh. the booze! You got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. Right now, uh, Ron Ladau in the chat ha- says, uh, for Christ's sake, why can't cosplayers plan out really, really photo shoots away from the con? It's a minor stress planning, a lot of stuff at the con. It's pretty much making his head hurt from thinking about it and so forth, which I kind of understand. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on vognetwork.com, use the passphrase miniskirt. You know, it's like, you know, this, these people want to work with you, and you're like, yes, 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 and you look, and you go, fuck, fuck, oh, not going to that panel, oh, so much for that workshop, 
really wanted to go to that panel. So much for that one. Damn, I was supposed to eat at that time, you know? Huh. Speaking you... of panels, I actually yeah. saw... I went to a bunch of them on uh, Saturday, but mm-hmm. one, two ones that suck out were... Uh, two ones? What is wrong with me? Uh, Why Your Fandom Stinks with Greg Ayers. Mm. How was that? Oh, Greg was very funny. Greg is awesome. And he was pointing out, like, telling all these different kind of con horror stories and stuff that he went through. Yeah. And, uh, let's see, nope. Uh, I was telling you this about, telling you about this on the way back. You, you know Mystery Science Theater, right? Yes, I do. Well, there was, there was this panel called Mystery Anime Theater. Yeah, wasn't he, didn't he have, um, Tom Servo dressed up as Sakura from Street Fighter Alpha? That was a different guy. That okay. Was some, But basically, apparently the guy was inspired by uh, something, a, a similar panel that happened to Otakon a couple years back. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. And uh, hang on. All right, I no got to find my place. Okay, here we are. All right, cool. And he showed us this anime that was brought over on Fox Kids, like, in the late 90s. Mm-hmm. It was called Fighting Foodons. I loved that anime i've never oh, heard so you it. know what the hell i'm talking about <laughs> yes it's pretty much pokemon meets iron chef but it it was insanely deranged <laughs> it was so cracked out it was amazing the uh, main character's favorite f- food on was called fried ricer oh god it was an anthropomorphic plate of fried rice. <laughs> because that's what they do. They make up these meals, and then they produce these things called meal tickets, which bring them to life. And the first episode, like the uh, setup, which is the main world building like for the plot and all, mm-hmm. the bad guy, one of the main bad guys, who a cat girl by the name of Claudia. Yeah, I'll let that bad pun sink in. <sighs> It puts like all these different rotten foods together, and it and it becomes this giant T Rex with a takeout box for a jaw that goes by the name Beefsteak. And you know its name is Beefsteak because that's all it says, like a Pokemon. Backslash towel. <laughs> oh yeah, it just gets more and more demented as it went on. It. They only had time for like three or four episodes, but I left like halfway through the the last one because I saw something so absurd that I was just like, nope, got out and walked away. <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, I, sus- I subsisted most of the weekend on the food and drink we had brought yep. to the con. And if I ever have to use the phrase breakfast ramen again, I think I'm going to to friggin' smash my head against the wall. I'm like, oh, I'm eating like a... Like, I am eating like a goddamn king. I take a little can of spray cheese and spray it all over my friggin' cr- like, off-brand wheat crackers. Hey, they were still tasty as fuck, though. I'm not saying they weren't, but I'm just saying... That, like I said, living like a fucking king. <laughs> <laughs> I regret nothing. 
I apologize for nothing. <laughs> so yeah, that's how Saturday went. Also, there was in the game room there was a pachinko f- machine fundraiser, mm-hmm. and one of, among all the new all the pachinko machines, some old, some some really old, some really new. There was a Ronma one half pachinko machine. Yeah, I knew about that for a while, and I think, I think when we went to uh, GobbleCon, they had it there. I, no, yeah, they, they did. It was yeah. GobbleCon. Yeah, they yeah. So. I did not know that, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty, but I pretty much texted you about it, and given the speed at which you ride, I expect so I can be like, I'll be right there, and then I look up, and then you're like standing right behind me, looking at it like, oh wow, shiny. Mm-hmm. There was also ones for Trigun and uh, Evangelion as well. Also, the back section was dedicated to Dance Central. Yeah, I saw that. Did you also see like 20-some-odd people dancing along to... Uh, what song is it? Uh, jump on it. Jump on it. You mean, on, you mean on Sunday? No, that no. was Saturday. Uh, the Apache? Yeah, Apache. That's the one. I'm like thinking, I oh, did not see God. that. Oh yeah, it happened. Mm, 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 mm. Yep. All right, so moving right along to Sunday, where I think what well, I think what I should have done was start packing a lot of my shit together for Saturday night and just dr- and threw it into your car, but I was like, I had to do it in the morning. But I was never do that. Exactly. You never wait until Sunday morning to start packing shit. Ever, ever, ever. Yeah. I know. But now here's the thing. I went to go find out about recording a WCS, but a but one of our other staffers, Alex, he he covered it. So that's going to go up on our site soon. Did run into my friend Cat, and we did. Uh, take stand for pictures as Ronma Nakane, and then we found a shampoo. Which was a trap, nonetheless. And we posed for photos for that. And then I went upstairs uh, with Ari, and we interviewed a few cosplayers. And I'm interviewing this one cosplayer, and she's talking about how she's from Atlanta and now lives in Toronto. And we were talking about cosplay is not consent. And she had mentioned a few key words, and I'm like, I'm, and I'm thinking back in my mind, I know you. <laughs> Um, a lot of red flags were going up. Yes, it was. Or green flags, I guess, for this case. Yeah, it was um I, my friend Lauren Monroe, who uh, she made this uh, blog post about plus-size cosplay, which we posted on our site, and we became friends after I was down at AWA one year, and we kind of crossed paths at cons, didn't notice each other until we finally said hi to each other at Katsu, which was pretty cool. So, and after that, I took more pictures, and then it then right by the gazebo, it turned into like Saturday night dance party. Uh, Kayla, remember um, Springfest Dance Squad? Oh God, it best was, best dance party. Yes, that's what it was, pretty much. Till a uh, hotel staffer came around and said, "Either the hotel staffer or a con staffer said, break it up. This is not this is not a dance hall or something like that.'" 
but I did record all of that. Uh, yeah, the, we uh, managed to pack up the car and uh, get out of there at a semi-decent time. And I had the little money, had the little wad of money earmarked for the mm -hmm. parking. But as we were getting in line to exit the parking garage, they got like someone from the hotel walks up and says, uh, "Yeah, did you prepay or, or what?" And I said, "I have my room key right here. Hold, show up the key right, and I just go." Alright, there's an alternate exit down there you can use. There's no one around except like one or two people in front of us. I pull up to it and they got, oh, there's another hotel staffer there waving, I guess, one of his passes in front of the machine. Gate goes up. I got to it. He's like, yeah, 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 you can just go through. Waves his pass and lets the gate up. I'm like, I look at the road. I look at DJ and I'm just like, Yikes and away! And just floor it out of there before they... Go, car, go! Zoom! Yeah. Like, so yeah, that was nearly $80 that I actually got in my pocket. Yup. But yeah, we got gas, got some food, we stopped at the Delaware Welcome House on the way up. Mm-hmm. Where we ran into other cosplayers. Yep. Which I thought was pretty interesting, but then again, as you hit like different um meet up like uh, places like that, you will find more cosplayers. I think half the fun is spotting them going down, you know, because you don't know what time everybody is leaving. Yeah, some of them are still in their uh, parts of their cosplay. I saw one or two with the badges still on. Mm-hmm. We also had that Baja Fresh stuff. Yeah, and I'm sorry, but Moe's is better. Yep. Yep. Plausible for what, for what it was, yep. but I'd, I'd still rather have Moe's. Yeah, four out of four podcasters agree. Moe's is better than Baja Fresh. <laughs> but I give them points for the, um, I got the, pull, I think I got the marinated pork, um, tostada salad. Yeah, the carnitas. Carnitas, yeah. That reminds me. I need to go and get my free Moe's. You got free Moe's? If you sign up for their birthday thing, you get a free meal with a purchase of a drink during your birthday month. I did not know about this. Most places do that. Yep. How do you think How do you think I went to Medieval Times? I got them free. Huh. Good for you. Yep. Sign up for everything and you get so much free crap for your birthday. Or discounted food or anything like that. It's awesome. So yeah, that was the con for us. Oh, well, I dropped DJ back off at of Trenton. We uh, parted ways and I just... I actually stopped at a... Uh, Cracker Bell to eat dinner, then went home, and I still found people from the con in there. I'm not surprised. There were some people. There were some congoers in Trenton waiting for the train going, waiting on the train. So that didn't surprise me. Yeah, I meant to tell you guys to like stop off at my place on Sunday and hang out. You were yeah, too, you were you were like way out of the way. You're for us. too far out of the way. 
Yeah, but I figured you had to go up to Trenton anyway. No, you're still out of the way from where from where he was driving. You had to go. You'd still be out of the way. Eh. But then you wouldn't have had to pay for food. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but time over. You know. But we yeah, ate on I the, get we, it. I get we, it. We ate on the way up. So, what about, uh, what about Alexia, how was, how'd your Sunday go? Huh? How, what did you do on Sunday? Why didn't you use Alexia? Your, have you seen your Skype name? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Derp. I was just like, he's referring to me, right? <laughs> Derp. Oh, uh, well. My Sunday was actually, it was kind of bland because, one, we had to struggle to get through traffic to load up the fucking car, like, just get through the hotel lobby. So are, and, you, are you saying that the struggle was real? Well, the struggle was so real. <laughs> God, at the rave, the thirst was so real. But anywho. <laughs> I do bad at raves. I didn't go to this one. Yeah, you didn't miss much. Yeah, I got into my easiest uh, cosplay to assemble, and I didn't even, like, do most of my makeup or anything, and I just kind of wandered around, and I was so just tired that I didn't care anymore, and half the day I took my costume off, and, but I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, like, there's not really much to say, it was just, I finally got to, uh, see a bunch of my friends that I hadn't seen all fucking weekend, and I had one friend, my friend, uh, KO, and... I had uh, gotten her this present, and you, uh, Adam, you had seen the picture that I had drawn for her of her Sea Viper, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she had never seen it, so I was wandering around going, where's Sam? I need to give her this present. I need to give her this present. And it was not only that, but I got her this bracelet that says Persevere, because mm-hmm. sometimes she kind of has rough points, and I just wanted to get her something that she could look at and be like, I can get through this. Gotcha. So... I give her the thing when I finally find her, and she was in her uh, boobies cosplay from uh, Space Dandy. And she's opening up, and she's like, why'd you do this? And I'm like, just open it up. So she looks at the bracelet first, and she's, like, all emotional and crap. And I'm just like, you haven't seen the picture yet. So af- after she reads the little note that I put in there, she's like, okay, I'm uh, I'm going to look at this. Is my body ready? I was like, I don't know. It might be. It might not be. And by then, a couple of other people had, like, grouped around to see what she was pulling out, and she pulled it out, and I got a collect- collective gasp from everyone, and I was just like, yeah, this is nice. She almost started crying, and she just, like, wrapped her arms around me, kept telling me how much she loved me, and I was like, okay, this is the best con. Because, like, I was going to mail it to her. I had her address on the envelope and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's kind of that look on that you see on the person's face. Yeah is so much better than just mailing it to them and then them sending you a text or calling them because, I, I don't know, it's just the happiness that was on her face just kind of made my entire con. And it kind of took away from the fact that I didn't get to see her much. But, I mean, other than that, I got this uh, fleece vest, which I'm wearing right now, and it's got a uh, red panda, uh, it's got red panda eaters and a tail on it. I actually wore it to work today, and for those of you who don't know, I work in a porn shop, so I kind of looked a little bit weird. But, um... As opposed yeah. to half the customers that come in there? Yeah. Well, yeah, but, um... But other than that, after the con, we all went to Korean barbecue, and that was yummy. I'd never had it before. Korean barbecue is awesome. It yeah. is so awesome. We had pork belly, and I was like, oh my god, this is just... 
like bacon. It's great. It comes yeah. from the same part of the pig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to come down to to New York City again, and I'll have to take take you and Peeps to uh, Koreatown for some Korean barbecue. Ooh, K-Town, yay. Hell yeah. But yeah, that was my uh, that was my Sunday then, mm-hmm. and also the drive home sucked because I we finally got home at like nine, and uh, my boyfriend's house is three hours away from mine, so finally got home at like twelve thirty, and I just collapsed. I was like, "Fuck everything." <laughs> I hear that. Go to the chat room real quick. A uh, dungeon buster says Korean barbecue rocks. Misty says garage elevators. I'm more used to certain hotel elevators instead. And Gamer Girl chimes in with all the broken garage elevators on Sunday. I just think they just shut the elevators off just to be assholes. That would not surprise me in the least. And, no. and Gamer Girl says to you, Marco, to sign up for Sephora. Free stuff from them. I'm not a fan of Sephora. Mm. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kayla's like, let me write this down. <laughs> Shush. <laughs> and she also th- throws some more valid points. No more cosplay for me on Sunday. Too much work and too big of costumes to drive in. And Ron's like, cosplayers, why do you still cosplay on Sunday? And Game Girl follows up with the horror of driving in a hoop skirt. Wow. I mean, most, I think... Like maybe half of the cosplayers on Sunday that still cosplay are probably local people, or they have a car, so they can just go to the car, quick change, and bounce. Yeah, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Or at the very least, it's something semi-casual that won't that won't be d- too uncomfortable when they're driving. True. Now. I have like a little stack of cards here. Now, now, I've been meaning to do this on the podcast. Every time I collect cards, I've been meaning to say hi and give little shout-outs to all the cosplayers who gave me their cards. I think I have all of the cards here. If I'm missing any, I am sorry. So, I would like to say thank you to the following cosplayers who gave me their cards at Katsukon, and I think I'm going to need music for this. Um... Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I won't do that again. No, that, that that's fine. Um, that, that that's fine. I think I know which um which uh theme I'm going to use for this. If my computer, if it'll pull it up. Okay. Right, come on. Here we go. God damn it. What you gotta say, Guile scene goes with everything. So I would like to say thank you and give shout outs to the following cosplayers. Dynamic cosplay couple known as DCC. Uh, Stacy Wyland. Um, Faye Wild Cosplay. Meika Chu Cosplay. Uh, Alisa Jess Cosplays. Um, Smine. Knuckle Duster cosplay. Um, let's see. Uh, Geek Lurve 
Terubi Hanabi, Angel Starla, Chibi Inosuke, Alana Owlet, Chassis R. Sorrow, uh, Joshua Hart, uh, Pastel Moon, Akantha Star Cosplay, A and J Cosplay, Super Kai Cosplay, and a girl by the name of Sarah Remp who works for JTV. I took a picture of her, and she wants... I forget what cosplay it was, but it was on a, fr- it was on a Friday, so... And I think that's all the shout-outs I have, so... They got mixed in with, all, with the stack of, of Valentine cards I received from people. And I have yet to, to go after the chocolate that I got. I ate some of it, but not all of it. The rest is in my fridge. Alright, go ahead. You can call yourself out. Go on. What? No, I'm talking about the uh, Guile's theme. I was like, coming down to the end, Mondo's will finish it off. Now, overall, <laughs> this is my first Capsicon in four years. To me, it, the only time it felt crowded was up in the gazebo area. Yet, with 12,000 people there, it still felt like it was spread out. And I still had a fun time. Um... Going back next year, I see it happening. I probably will cut down on my amount of cosplays because I don't want to have a rolling bag, my rolling suitcase, and a second bag with other stuff in it. But we'll see. Ari, your take on Katsu. Yeah, Katsu was a lot of fun for me, all things considered. I would have loved it if the weather had been nicer, but then again, that goes without saying. Mm-hmm. But I could see myself going to it again. Although I'm not sure if I would want to choose between that and Magfest, mm-hmm. because I can, because I can get a little tired of the Gaylord after a while. You know. Yep. Kayla. Hatsukon. Okay, if I was to rate it on a scale of 1 to 10, mm-hmm. I'd give it about a 7.5 to an 8. And the illusion I don't round it up to a 9 or a 10 or two reasons. One, it was kind of awkward con for a lot of people, and there was a lot of drama kind of circulating around. Mm. And it, was, it wasn't, it was like, around the same people. I mean, a lot of people, it was around the same person, but I won't mention his name on the air. Um, because I think you know who I'm talking about. Probably not, but we'll probably end up talking off, off air anyway, so... Yeah, um, but other than, I mean, it was just like an old, like, an old fling or best friend something or whatever that I guess that I kind of kept running into that I didn't want to run into, but also the security, when they needed to be around, they weren't, and when they weren't required, they were around too much. There was this one guy who was in his 50s that was literally going around scouting out the area, trying to look for, like, just for people who are doing shit wrong, and it's like, you shouldn't do that. You should kind of, like, be just doing your job, and if you see someone doing wrong, you should stop it. But to be purposely looking for trouble or stuff that's, like, not going right, it kind of comes off as douchey. Mm -hmm. And um, there was this one guy who was going around, and he was 
going around and trying to like nitpick every like small little dress code error that was going on with people's costumes. And like, I could see people were getting genuinely pissed at him. And then he finally came up to me and uh, my boyfriend and he told him that he couldn't have a metal wire on his bow because it was capable of shooting, which the reason why he put a metal a wire on his bow was that it could be incapable of shooting, but they didn't listen to that. Will they ever? Yeah, I just... But, I mean, other than that, it was a really good convention. I thought that the Gaylord was going to be bigger just because this was my first uh, Capsicon, so seeing all the pictures and everything, I thought that the con would be much, much, much bigger. But it was still pretty big, just... It kind of, like, struck me a little bit. But the area is absolutely beautiful. The weather had been nicer. It probably would have been definitely less crowded because everyone was shooting inside. But, I mean, other than that, I really had a great time, and I can't wait for next year. Awesome. All right, now that we got that out the way, we are going to go ahead and open the G Skype line. So we don't have a 1-800 number, but... If you go ahead and Skype us at Anime Jam Session while we are doing um, news from Japan, we'll Skype you in. If we don't catch you right away, just stand by. We'll give you a buzz back or something along those lines. So bear with me. All right. I'll go ahead and I'll take the first one. Because the funny thing is, I had saved this, but Mako had already added this to the list, so I was like, yes, even better. Oh, by the way, if you don't know, you can Skype us at Anime Jam Session. I'm not sure if I mentioned that or not, but anywho. 12 dead. 1,650 people injured in snow-related accidents and chaos with the transport. A severe snowstorm sweeping across Japan has killed 12 people and more than 1,650 people injured. Japanese media reported on Sunday as extreme weather sparked widespread transport chaos. And more people are giving frozen cosplayers the stink eye now. <laughs> Twenty-one Over 2,100 more people have been evacuated from their homes over the fears that the weight of the snow will cause houses to collapse. 800 cars are stuck on hillsides. Trunk, uh, hillside trunk roads in Japan and other roads nearby were hit by the snowstorm. More than 100 flights were grounded Friday and Saturday, and several major rail services were disrupted. And there shows a picture in the article of a homeless man taking a nap on a, par- on a park bench. Poor guy. The storm was moving northwards, expected to strengthen by Monday, which was yesterday, according to Japan's meteorological agency. More heavy snow and blizzards and avalanches were more were going to happen in eastern and northern areas of Japan. National Route 18 that runs through the Gama and Nagano prefectures north of Tokyo was partly closed as hundreds of cars are stuck due to heavy snow. Kind of reminds me of the shit that happened in Atlanta. Poor guys. The snow started falling Friday morning in the capital of Tokyo and it piled up to 26 centimeters by early Saturday. That's like, what, 8, 9 inches? Something along those lines. And we have our first call of the, de- of the day. You are on with Anime Jam Session. Who do we have the honor of talking to? Hey, it's Raging Eater. Hey, dude, what's going on, man? Not much. Um, well, I just uh, 
totally didn't throw this out, you know, mainly for those that may, you know, li listen to your show via the podcast feed, but don't really participate in chat. Mm -hmm. um, and everyone in chat already knows this, I mention all the time, but I'm a really big fan of virtual various digital download services for videos and whatnot, yeah. be it Zoom or iTunes or whatever. But uh, for those uh, anime fans that you know, may not necessarily like to use st streaming sites, be it Crunchyroll or whatever. Right. Um, a lot you know, the other services like iTunes and Xbox Video or whatnot frequently give out free videos for you to either stream or download onto your computer or gaming console. Um, and I can't speak for Xbox video right now or PlayStation Network because I don't have access to the consoles. Mm -hmm. But as of late, at least on iTunes, they, uh, Apple has been getting ready now on a regular, regular basis a bunch of anime episodes pretty much on a weekly or every other week basis in fact um this week you're giving out uh uh an episode of some anime i can't think of uh the whole the whole name is robotics notes and i happened to watch it earlier today and i wouldn't necessarily say it's the greatest anime in the world but it, it was reasonably good. It's kind of like deals with, you know, giant backs and stuff like that. It's also have like a high school setting to it. Um, maybe, you know, you or Ari or Michael Jordan have seen the entire season uh, before. You could probably describe it better, but all in all, it's pretty good. So if you have access to any one of those services, be PlayStation Network, Xbox Video, iTunes, if you want to download the videos, by all means, they're free, and might as well, because you never know if your internet craps out, and if it does crap out, at least you'll still be able to watch the videos and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Plus, they'll be, you know, if you happen to have like an iPad or a netbook computer or whatever, you can take those videos with you on the go, so. Okay, cool. Thanks definitely for the heads up on that. Yeah, sure, no problem. All right, have a good one. All right, take care, bro. Yeah. Right, later. Well, that was from our awesome friend, um, Rageinator. All right, who wants to go ahead and take the next article? Uh, let's see. I'll uh, take a stab at this one. Go for it. A man was arrested after forcing his nine-year-old stepson to play violent video games. Oh, goody. Here we go. Police in Kyoto have arrested a 28-year-old man on suspicion of coercion after it was claimed that he had repeatedly forced his nine-year-old stepson to play violent and age-inappropriate video games over the course of six months whenever his mother was absent. Video games often get a bad rap in the media, although the majority of today's reporters, critics, medical professionals, and parents grew up with televisions in their homes and will happily stare at the idiot box for hours on end each day. Video games are a far younger medium of entertainment and such are often misunderstood or blamed for all manner of atrocities as soon as it becomes clear that an offender, as well as 
owning a television set, watching movies, reading books, and eating food every day, plays video games. Oh, <clears throat> Even the most ardent of gamers would doubtlessly agree that there are plenty, that plenty of video games out there are simply not meant for kids. GTA V was sold 29 million copies in its first six weeks alone, and went on to become 2013's most popular game. It's packed with graphic violence, foul language, and scenes of sexually explicit nature. Mm. Critically acclaimed survival drama The Last of Us, meanwhile, thrusts players into a post-apocalyptic world in which the protagonists are set upon for everything from cordyceps virus-influenced mutants to vicious groups of survivors with cannibalistic tendencies. The games are clearly labeled 18 plus or Sero Z in Japan, meaning they are strictly for adults only. Gotcha. <clears throat> the unnamed male who was who was a caregiver in our area allegedly subjected the elementary school boat to such games as GTA 4, Tekken Tag Tournament 2, Kenka Bancho, and Metal Gear Solid 4, all of which feature scenes of intense violence, intense violence, and strictly not for children. Please say the boy's stepfather will force him to sit behind, cl- sit close behind him and play the games and sometimes up to three times per week for two to three hours at a time, even though the boy was uncomfortable doing so. That's just crazy. I mean, why why would you even do that? A fucking wonderful father, huh? Yeah. But enough of that asshole. We have some more positive stuff to talk. We have more positive stuff here. So we have another person on our Skype line. You've called it the Anime Jam Session. Who do we have this pleasure of speaking with? Hey, this is Akdash. Hey, dude, what's going on? Well, um, I had my convention too here in my town uh, this past weekend, and uh, and I kind of want to talk about it. But uh, first, first of all, I want to ask you a question uh, to all of you. Uh, have okay. you ever uh, had a, like a stand, or 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 have you? Well, you, you have been staff in other conventions. Is is it really that hard? Because I had my first experience on. And Saturday, and oh my god, I, I was exhausted. Well, it depends. Like, I used to staff for karaoke for, for ZenkaiCon, and it wasn't so bad, because I would just go in, run that, and that was it. Because we had enough staffers to cover different departments and do walks and so forth. Um, the following year, you know, we had to check into a certain area and have a walkie on us at all times. And then after that, I did karaoke again, but I was also... A stage hand, not a stage hand, but I was positioned somewhere to st- you know to keep an eye on traffic. But with the site, with so much stuff with the site, and so I just couldn't do both. It really depends. I do know like one of the hardest jobs as a staffer, if you do karaoke, not I mean cosplay, if you are like a craftsmanship judging because you're stuck hours at a time in a room asking questions over and over about the cosplay and this and that, and then you got the higher tier where you're like a department head. Or something like that. And that's something Mako-chan could definitely tell you about. Yeah, I mean, I've worked a couple of different conventions, always um, in the video. And, uh, like, the first convention I worked for was Anime Next. And I always worked the overnight shift. Um, Anime Next usually plays all of their, uh, the hentai and stuff like that overnight. So I, I wouldn't even start working for the convention until, like, 11 or 12. Um and then I wouldn't get off until like seven or eight, depending on when the next shift came in. So I mean, yeah, that was a little bit that that was a little bit crazy because I mean, I'm working when everybody else is sleeping and then I have to go and sleep. So I mean it, it wasn't really 
good for being able to get out there and do things for the convention. But now I'm, I'm part of uh, like, I'm a department head and most of the work that I have to do is before the con even starts. So, I mean, it all depends on where in the convention you're working. Um, for videos, I mean, most of the time you're basically just sitting there and watching the videos and then just switching the DVDs. So it's a lot easier than, say, um, you know, uh, registration where you're basically out there helping everybody and checking people in and collecting money and all of that. Or even um, like con safety, where you literally have to walk around all the time and make sure that everybody's uh, basically behaving, or you're stuck at a door waiting for people like to check their badges and everything to make sure that they're actually able to go into the area. So I mean, it it really all depends on what part of the convention you're staffing, on how uh, I guess demanding the job is going to be. Uh, yes, a little clarification uh, on something I said. I said stands, and I meant tables. Uh, so it, it, if you also have an experience on that, because that 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 was a uh, sorry, what I did uh, uh, this Saturday, uh, I was part of, uh, of a table uh, for the local brony group. So yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, Rana and I have uh, sat at various tables, too, either selling or um, just basically waiting for people to come over and talk to us. Yeah. But, I mean, it can be exhausting, uh, especially if there happens to be nobody at the convention. I think those are the worst. We're just standing behind the table waiting for somebody to come over so we had something to do. You're like Virgil. <laughs> oh God! Let's not even. Let's not even. Well, that, th this convention was pretty packed because uh, it wasn't a mall, even. So a lot of people, even that didn't attend the con itself, uh, were pretty much uh, going to our table mostly because they saw all the all the collectibles and all the ponies, and and we weren't <laughs> selling anything. We were, we were just promoting our our group, our local group. But uh, I got, like, uh, a ton of questions, like, oh, my God, uh, are you selling this? Are you selling that? Uh, and I had, I, I always respond with, no, we're, it's just exhibition. We're promoting our group and, mm -hmm. and that. And so, yeah, but we, we gathered a, a lot of attention, especially uh, we had a, a TV there, and we hooked up some videos. And uh, it, it, it was pretty awesome to see a lot of people, even that, that – Maybe they didn't like uh, My Little Pony. Uh, going, oh my god, that's awesome, and, and, and a lot of stuff. And so, yeah, but it, it, I, in the end, I, it was, I was exhausted. And, and even I got really stressed uh, and, and at some point because uh, uh, we were late. <laughs> most, most of, uh, mostly because of that. And, 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 and mostly uh, seeing people uh, gathering a lot of, and, uh, there and, and maybe not... And protecting our, our table uh, so stuff doesn't get stolen, and, and I was pretty worried. But in the end, it, it was pretty good. I, I had a, a fun time, but but yeah, it was. Uh, I pretty much ended in, like exhausted. Oh, even walking around a convention, 
sometimes can be exhausting in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it doesn't even have to be a big a big venue. Just the the day just drags on and on and on. Well, look at it this way. You could have been stuck staffing in the game room. No, I know people that 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 organize the game uh, the game rooms or or tournaments. So yeah, I, I know that that they uh, get a lot of stress. And but it's uh, it, it's not the stress, dude. It's the uh, it's, high level of stench. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Plus, you hear the noise bad. of all I, the games oh going God. off together in your sleep. <laughs> uh, but oh well. It, uh, uh, again, it was a pretty fun. It was a pretty fun experience, and, and even get, we get uh, sorry, we got invited to to the next con. The the organizers were are doing so. That's pretty cool. It, yeah, it's a it's a pretty cool thing, and and hopefully uh, I'll do it again. But mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I'll do it all day. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for sharing that with us, bro. Oh, thank you for having me. Hey, anytime, man. Anytime. Good to hear from you. All right, you got anything thanks for us, bro? Well, see ya. All right, take care, bro. And that was Actef, our, fr our awesome, friendly Mexican from the, from the from the up from the border. Or, yeah, I think it, I'm, I'm I'm rambling now. I'm officially rambling. Yes, Ma you are, Marco. Please please take this last article so we can wrap shit up. All right. Um. Rabid Japanese fans label athletes who don't bring home a medal tax thieves. Wait, what? Yep. Um, so, I mean, granted, by the time this was written, there are a couple of uh, Japanese medal winners, finally. But um, up until recently, Japan wasn't really big on winning medals. Um, it's only in the last couple of uh, last couple of Olympics that they have been, but basically, um, a lot of people have been very critical over the Japanese athletes and their losses. Mm. Um, before the figure skating win, some of the biggest stories from Sochi and the Japanese media were the near misses that kept Japanese athletes off the podium. Veteran mogul skier uh, Aiko Uemura uh, seemed assured a medal when she captured the top spot in her event with only three athletes left to compete, only to see herself passed up by all of them. Mm. Uh, ski jumper also ended up with a close yet, uh, yet so far away fourth place finish. Frustrated by results such as these, some Japanese sports fans decided that even if they couldn't say something nice, they were still going to say something, airing the following grievances online. Are they there to have fun? Where do they get off using our tax money for a vacation? If you get asked for a, com uh, for a commitment after you don't win, don't you know the... F oh, if you get asked for a comment after you don't win, don't you know the first thing out of your mouth is supposed to be, I'm sorry I didn't get a medal? Athletes who don't win medals are tax thieves. Why are we wasting our tax money on athletes who don't win and have no class? Wow. On God the damn, one that sounds like shit you'd see, you'd see from our politicians. Yeah. Mm. Well, this isn't politicians. This is just people off the streets. I mean, but given how 
how Japan views their idols and so forth. Well, that's this, that's part of it. Yeah, um, on the one hand, this attitude is partially tied into Japanese cultural values such as responsibility and effort. As an island nation, uh, Japan often sees itself as separate from the rest of the world, and prominent citizens who spend a moment in the limelight abroad are generally held to be and treated as representatives of the nation and its society. Uh, Japan isn't spending money to send athletes to the games just so they can make nice memories for themselves, stated respected author Sunayasu Takata, who was also the great-great-grandson of Japan's Emperor Meiji. Hmm. That said, Japanese culture also emphasizes humility and not offending others, and some of these angry comments are just as over the line by Japanese standards as those of any other nation. One man had enough of this sniping from the peanut gallery, though, and that's uh, Dai Tasumu. The Hiroshima native holds the Japanese record for the 400-meter hurdles and was part of Japan's Olympic track team in 2000, 2004, and 2008. Uh, he's since retired from track and now serves as a sports analyst and is, is, eh, and is disappointed in fans for leveling such cutting criticism at Japanese athletes. The former hurdler himself has no medals to show for his three trips, trips to the Olympics, and in his mind, J uh, Japan's lack of high-profile successes can be attributed to one simple thing, and that's money. Mm. Um... Of the countries that disclose their Olympic team development expenditures, Japan sends the least. Um, basically, it's, uh, let's see, uh, Germany sends an amount uh, equal to uh, 27.4 billion yen. The U.S. is 165 billion. The uh, China and U.K. kicked in 12 billion yen. And the Japanese contribution to its Olympic team is 25 billion yen. Um, we're saying we can't help you out financially, but you'd better make sure you go in there and get a medal. Mm. It's unreasonable. It's an unreasonable position to put our athletes in. Uh, Tomasu seems to have struck a chord with others who've grown tired of the angry rhetoric uh, surrounded the Japanese team, and many voiced their approval of his stance. I'm nodding in agreement so much I think my head is going to fall off. I think it's time we as a nation did a better job of understanding the unreasonable expectations we're placing on our fine athletes. Thank you for saying this and please keep letting people know. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you would think that with everything coming out of Japan and how much the niceties are that uh, people see and the fact that they are usually very um, positive and, how they want to be portrayed that mm -hmm. this is the kind of stuff they're saying this isn't like North Korea where if you don't bring them a medal you get fucking shot <laughs> I mean it's it's not about it they're send every country that goes sends their best to that country the thing is that doesn't mean that they're going to be the best out of everybody Somebody has to come in last. Yeah, you can't be first all the time, you know. And yeah, uh, the both uh, host Chinese, China and UK kicked in 12 billion is actually supposed to be 120 billion. So, I mean, the Japanese are only 
uh, only putting in 25 billion yen, where somebody like the U.S., who is constantly getting medals, China, who is constantly getting medals, the U.K. and Germany are all above that. So, I mean, they're able to send more people to, uh, to be able to compete. But what this doesn't go into and what a lot of company, uh, a lot of uh, countries and people that are, you know, big into the Olympics and criticizing them is that a lot of uh, the countries actually have incentives if people win. Mm-hmm. Um, even, the, even the U.S., um, they will actually pay the people that win the medals certain amounts for whatever medal they happen to get. Bonuses. Yeah, so, I mean, it's an incentive for these people to go out there and do a lot better. Granted, it's kind of crappy when a country can't afford to put those incentives out there. But at the same time, I mean, that's why so many of the people are fighting so hard. Is because they're getting money out of it. But also, um, the... Olympics, um, most places don't se- don't spend tax money on it. Um, so, I mean, it's kind of misleading also that, uh, like, they're saying, oh, yeah, the country is sending them. Um, but the Olympic team, the U.S. Olympic team, they all had to raise their own money to be able to go to uh, the Olympics this year, as they do every year. It's a non-profit. Mm. In the long run, when it comes to Japan and idols, you just can't please them. And I'm pretty sure that if they did win the medals and they said so, and they were like bragging about these same people would come down on them for bragging about winning a medal. Oh, definitely, definitely. I'm like, where's your gold medal, bitch? And I mean, granted, the Japanese are finally kicking in and starting to uh, starting to win and medal in the Olympics finally. But at the same time, I mean, there are a lot of countries that they're in the Olympics and they're constantly getting last place and they're all happy because they're in the Olympics. Because who could say, oh, hey, I was in the Olympics once. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are, especially the people that aren't winning, they're like, look, we're here. This shows that we are the best in our country. And, I mean, you can have, like, 25 people compete. That must mean that you're, like, part of, like, the top 25 people in the world that are able to be up there and doing the things that they're doing. And if we go to the chat room, Rageinator says, Sorry, Japan, Oprah's not there to say, And you get a gold medal! And you get a gold medal! And you get a gold medal! Nemesis 47 says, Kim Jong-un, you don't win medal, you get executed! He also says, Not executed. Put in a uh, labor camp up in the uh, northwest part, northeast part of the country. He also says, President Aminajad, you don't win a medal. No virgins for you. And Ron Ladal with Go Team Jamaica. <laughs> and Nemesis follows up with, If you don't win a medal, it's cool, man. You get some ganja anyways, Bretta. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of. Wondering what the uh, Olympics are going to be like four years from now, seeing as how I think it's I think Korea has the uh, Winter Olympics next. 
Mm. Yeah, because I, I think the Summer Olympics are in Rio, so all the Winter Olympics are in Korea. Yeah, Pyeongchang 2018. So I'm waiting to see how uh, exciting that one's going to be. <laughs> all right. You know, instead of taking our break, I'll throw that in later. Let's just close that. Let's just close the hell up one out here because Jesus Christ, look at the time.
We uh, we always go late with conventions. Yeah, but this is the always. latest. But this is the latest we've ever gone. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And it uh, happens. Yeah, and Kayla had to step off because she has work in the morning, so she couldn't stick around. But she says hi and she misses you guys. So we'll try to bring her back sometime down the line. So if you like what you heard, tell a friend, they will so forth tell another friend and so on and so forth. You can always email us at podcast at animejamsession.com if you have any questions, issues, flames, praises, and so forth about the, about the, the show and the website. You can always check us out at animejamsession.com for articles, reviews, podcasts, and so forth. But for some reason, if you can't get to our page because of work filters, you should know better. You can always find us at Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, and TuneIn Radio. We just ask for five-star reviews, and if you give them, we'll gladly read them on the air, because you're, you're awesome like that. Check us out at YouTube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. Our uh, NLP tribute video is up, so swing by, take a look at it, and by all means, please share the living hell out of it, because we, so, we want everybody to check it out and just see this awesome video. Um, you can find me at youtube.com slash DJ Ron S. Ari is at Ari226682. Mako is at Jupe Luna. And you can find Kayla as Avalon Cosplay. Twitter. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Follow us there for the latest on our websites and our convention shenanigans and our whereabouts. 
If you want to follow us individually on on the Twitter, you can find me at DJ S. Ari is at the Ari Man. Marco's at Jovedea, and you can find Kayla at um Avalon Cosplay. Facebook. Facebook.com slash anime jam session. We are at we're two thousand six hundred and sixty nine likes. I just gotta say thanks. Um, just as long as you keep liking the page, the photos, the videos, everything, we'll continue to add more stuff to it, and we're working on it. I know I'm behind the eight ball, but I'm getting there. I am so getting there. Um, you can find uh, me at I am Dijon Mess. Mako is at Makoto Makochan Kino. Ari's at Ari Rockefeller, and I believe you can find. Kayla at facebook.com slash avaloncos c-o-s VOG Network we are on the VOG Network uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays live on Tuesdays at 9.30 Encore Presentations Thursdays at 1 but we are not the only geek-centric podcast that's on this network if you definitely like Doctor Who Sherlock pop culture books movies television science fiction Media, the whole nine yards. There's Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Under Sedation Live. We have four different podcasts with four different points of views for you to listen and to and check out. If you like what we do, you should check out Electric Sisterhood. They're on at 8 o'clock before us. They're more of a female perspective of what we talk about. So listen to them, then our pre-show, and then our show. If you like World of Warcraft and MMOs, it's WoW Wednesdays with Girls Gone WoW Wednesdays at 12 p.m. and Uncle Appreciation at Thursdays at at midnight or Wednesdays at midnight, whatever it is. And Horror House, where they talk about MMOs and FF14 and all that cool stuff, 10 o'clock live. Then, then you want to swing by here on Sunday for the Bobby Blackwell Show at 8, followed by Orange Lounge Radio at 9. Um, it's the corner block programming of the VOG network. It's gamer talk, gamer lifestyle, gamer voice, independent gamers having the right to say what they want without the flack, more or less. So definitely want to check that out. It all starts at 8 p.m. Sunday on the VOG network. Alright, people. Last words, Ari. Now that's all I have to do is just prepare for the next convention. What is the next convention, anyway? Springfest, but I don't even know if I'm going to that. You say that every year, and you still go. Um, weekend party in Philly tells me otherwise. Ah. Let me know when you get there. It's a... I will let you know and see what's going on with that. And speaking of Springfest, I just got an email back from them. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not going. I'm not paying to get into that shitty con. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Because the thing is, I got an email from them thinking for an invite. I'm like, oh, it must be the press invite because that's what everyone was getting. Nope, it's for regular regular uh, convention. Evidently, they, they closed up shop for press, so they're like... You can cover the event by purchasing a general admission ticket and performing your coverage as normal. And please be aware, in order to visit your special guest, you must set up an appointment with a press liaison. 
Uh, no. Um, for your half-ass con, um, I'm not paying. So. So, so. That ends that. So then what is the next convention? ZenkaiCon. No. PAX. When is PAX? PAX is two weeks before ZenkaiCon. Alright, so PAX is the next con. And Rachel says, let me get Spring Fest is in the summer. No, you fool. <sighs> okay. We'll be back live next week with a brand new episode, more topics, and, uh, and we we'll, won't be running as long. So Yeah, right. <laughs> for my sanity, we won't. So, mm. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight. Great night. See you later. And much props to the people at the Katsukon 21 group on Facebook. You bastards. Good night. Night. I was about to say, what was taking you guys so long? I always go last, so I have to wait for him. Yeah. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. (laughs) This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeGemSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!